Welcome to the Stop Faking Fine podcast, a show that will empower you to finally show up for yourself while your circumstances may not be 100% your fault. Your life is 100% your responsibility. It's time to stop faking fine. Welcome back to the Stop Faking Fine podcast. I am your host, Dana Lewis, and I am so excited to share my next guest with you. She is a beacon of light and her energy is contagious. I was first introduced to Leah when I heard her story on the Live Out Loud show podcast. I posted about it on social media because I wanted to tell everyone about her. She messaged me and we instantly became heartfelt friends. And now here we are. Her story of embracing where you have been to get to where you are going really resonated with me. And I think it will make an impact on your life today. Growing up in a homeless shelter in what she calls an environment of hopelessness, she had every reason to fake fine and become her environment. But now she creates jewelry that is truly wearable joy. She's been featured in Oprah's favorite things and has graced the stage with such names as Ed Milette, Brendan Bouchard, and Tony Robbins. Welcome to the show, Leah Valencia Key. Leah, oh my goodness, girl. I cannot believe that you are here. Welcome to the Stop Baking Fine podcast. I'm so excited and grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. I am beyond honored for your time to get to know you more intimately and just to share your story with our audience because, girl, you have had every reason to shrink into a faking fine mentality. Yes. It's pure joy to be here and be able to radiate my heart to you and everyone that I'm so honored to listen to us because I've realized in life that all things are possible and how all things are possible is through the energy in which you choose to radiate. Oh yeah, that's so good. It seems so hard, but it's that simple because we can't control what life is going to give us. Sometimes we can't control our current predicament. But the one thing that we have control of is what we emit from the inside out and how we take on these life experiences. Do we take them on with a smile and like, okay, well, how do I overcome this? Or what can I learn from this? And yes, I'll learn something different. Or do we take it on as um, this is a curse and I'm stuck and I can't get out of it. And it's just that shift in a mindset that will literally change your life. It's It's been that way for me. Change your life. I am in awe of your story. We met through a mutual friend on yeah. her podcast, Brooke Thomas, who I we all love. love. Yes, we all love. And I honestly, like, I love listening to podcasts because it truly is a community that connects yeah. you with others. And then I posted something on my stories sharing that you, that the podcast was so good. And then you and I became yes. instant, instant heart friends yes. on social media, which I absolutely adore. I am in, I just am in awe of your story. Yes. You grew up in a homeless shelter, yes. living in a room full of hopelessness. Yes. And now you're graced the stages with Tony Robbins, Ed Milet, Brendan Bouchard. Come on. Ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> it's life changing because I love telling where I come from. I think that's so powerful because you don't have to come from that same place to understand triumph and perseverance. I was born in poverty. So I was raised by a single mother and uh, we lived in one of the most impoverished neighborhoods in Philadelphia where every other month there was no food to eat on the table. I went to school, empty stomach, um, barely could learn because of um, the lack of nourishment. And then it went from poverty to destitute when my mother, she broke her leg. So the little work she could do, she could no longer do. And she couldn't afford that this little basement apartment that she was renting. And one day my mother was getting us home from school and we get to this basement door and there's a padlock on it. And that was a moment was truly destitute because now my mother had no place to take our children. She was already struggling to like feed them and keep something, a roof over their head. But now that was taken away from her. And um, when you get to such a low level, it's what do you do? And we had to go to a homeless shelter. And I love giving a visual of what that looks like. It, it was like a big gym, if anyone is familiar with a school gym. And yeah. just little cots, like beds, one feet away from each other, filling the whole gym. And mothers with their children had one cot where you had to huddle on with the little possessions that you only have and there's crying and moaning. And I, I, I use that word hopelessness because that's what you hear. You hear sorrow and there's emptiness. But what I love to share about that story is um, this was the first seed that my mother planted in me. So I'd love to share it to everyone who's listening because it can resonate in any life. And she looked down at us and we were young, about third grade. I remember she said, your predicament does not determine your destiny. I mean, that is so good. So good. And she said that to you when you were in third grade. Third grade. And in the middle of tra- trauma, like in the middle of crying and violence around, she looked at, I remember vividly, and she spoke life. And so I'd love to share to anyone listening. There's a, there's a lot right there. One, that words are powerful. Yeah. Speak, speak life through words into your life, into others' lives, because it will resonate beyond what you can imagine. So this is third grade and I didn't get it. So that was like a seed just planted in me because now at 42, I still remember those words so vividly. Right. So that's how powerful words are. We continue to live in the homeless shelter. Um, They moved us to another, which now we're in like a a closet, a broom closet with all four of us. And it's super small, but I become, I start to become my environment. Truthfully, I start to uh, misbehave in school and I start to follow the leader and just um, get bad grades. It was just a downward spiral for me. And I remember this day, I like to say, this is where the light was turned on into my life. And I like, this is where the mind shift happens, where I know that it's, it's, it's a matter of mind shift. I'm coming back to the homeless shelter from school and my mother stops me at the door and she asked me, she said, Leah, do you want to be a follower or a leader? 
interesting question. Right? I, I'm like fifth grade now, to be honest. So I'm still young. Like, this is super young. And I'm looking so confused. And she says, because right now you're following. You're following everything that you see around you. And guess what? You're going to become exactly what you're following, what you see. Or you can choose to lead your life. You can listen to that inner whisper inside of you and know that your predicament does not determine your destiny. And you can lead beyond what you see. So now, Leah, you choose whichever you like. And she left me. I mean, mic drop. Mic drop. That's what I like to call it. A (laughs) mic drop drop. moment. It's a mic drop moment. You choose. I really resonate with your story because I lost my husband at age 40 and your predicament does not determine your destiny. Mm. Right. I, I just, my heart felt so connected to your heart when you were talking about that, because it is the power of your belief in yourself that you can be something bigger than the environment or your predicament. Your predicament. Do you take the loss of your loved one as the end of your life and a downward depressed spiral to your living? Or do you take the loss as, okay, I may not understand it, but what greatness were they to me in my life? What did they pour into me? How how can I let their light live on through me? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a shift in mindset. So I, I I did lose someone, but do I have to truly lose them, or do I do I take their beauty and allow it to live on through me? I lo- I lost my mother at a super early age, and I I was determined to take all of these wisdom things that she poured into me and allow that light to radiate out to people to hopefully change their lives and continue to change my life. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about your mom saying, Leah, do you want to be a follower or do you want to be a leader? What did you do with that information at fifth grade, Leah? Right. (laughs) So that's so funny. Well, first of all, I'm grateful. And I thank God that I was able to get it at that young age because I, you know, that to me, that was a divine blessing because at that young age, the mind may not even process that. But I thought it was really clear how she gave it to me. Right. She gave me the scenario. Here's what you're doing. Here's what you'll be. Here's what you can choose. And I remember vividly walking away and it was like, whoosh, I I. I remember saying to myself, wow, I don't have to be what I see because this entire time I thought you're around this. This is what you do. I mean, most people, my my parents do this. I do this. The people around me do this. I do this. And so it was groundbreaking for me to say, because inside of me, I knew it wasn't right. Inside of me, I knew that I had different. I knew I wanted different. I knew there was this inner whisper. I call it a godly whisper. Mm-hmm. It had been in me and I wanted to, to um, excel in school and I wanted, but it wasn't what I saw. And so when my mother gave me permission, it's so interesting, the power of permission in this world. And that's why I love this opportunity that you're giving me to share our experiences because it gives us permission 
to unlock things in us that's already there. And so it gave me the permission to choose that whisper that had been talking to me the entire time. And immediately, I remember going right back to school, asking my teacher for help, asking how I could turn my grades around, how I could see beyond where I live. And then through that power of asking and showing up for my inner self and drowning out the external. So I'd like to share whoever's listening right now. Maybe you're becoming too consumed with external forces. Mm -hmm. Your family, your people that are talking in your ear, the media. I'd ask you to just quiet that external force out and listen to what's inside of you. Mm -hmm. Because that's a beautiful thing, the inner voice inside of you, because that's your destiny. Mm -hmm. Now, your brain may talk yourself out of it because your brain has taken on information from the external world to rationalize things for you because it's your protector. So it's going to try to rationalize you and keep you safe. But your inner whisper is bold. It's brave. It's it's unshattering. It's it's fearless. Right. And I believe in fear. I will get to that. But it doesn't have these inhibitions around it. It just knows truth. And so I'd ask you to listen to that inner whisper because it's the truth that is within you. And when you listen to that, take baby steps. I call it millimeter movement. Oh, yeah. Millimeter movements to start following that inner whisper. Because you know that you you know that you want for more. Yes. And I, I liken it to faking fine. Like your situation is fine. It's yes. fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. But we, you, you get into a place where you're faking it because you know that you want more. And you deserve it. You deserve it. It's yours. The biggest dream that's in your heart is yours. We limit it because Someone said it's impossible. Your brain told you it's too hard. Someone told you your upbringing didn't put you that way. So, something has blocked you from the truth. And and um, Journey Kern Lima always says this beautiful quote. I can't remember who fully quoted it, um, but God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. I love that because yeah. you're called to whatever is in your heart, whatever dream you have, that's your calling. And then the steps will line up for you to get to your calling. It's going to be hard. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. It's actually going to be harder <laughs> than just saying it's fine. It's, yes. It's yes. fine. It's easy. That is the, that is the lowest, that is the easiest, the path of least resistance. Absolutely. I'm fine. And to press forward being mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes hard work. So, so share with us fifth grade, you goes back to school and now you're going to be an A student. Hey, I mean, it, it really happened. And I know it's crazy, but I, I, you know, the power of choosing happens like that. I, have you ever had a project that has been hanging over your head and you're like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. And, and it's like laboring. It's a painful, you just thinking about it. And it's more painful you thinking about it until you literally just focus on doing it. And once you focus on doing the project, you're like, oh, I mean, it's hard, but I'm doing it. That's exactly everything in life. I literally focused on, I shifted my energy on what was around me. And I shifted it on 
what I want to see for myself. I, I actually shifted my energy on seeing what's possible than what's in front of me. And that shift was so magical because I literally got on honor roll. I became like the class president. I graduated uh, the only person in my family and in my in my neighborhood to go to college. I got my master's degree. I went back and got my cosmetology license. Was any of this easy? Absolutely not. A bunch of tears, a bunch of hardships, a bunch of obstacles. But because I chose it, because I believed it to be so, it had to be so. So nothing can drop in front of me. My mother started to get really ill when I was in college. I don't think I shared this much on any podcast, but you know, when you choose something different, get ready. Yeah. Cause it's going to test you. Like, do you really want this? Cause it's fine. It's easy. You could go back to it's fine. <laughs> fine is easy. All right. But do you really want this? Cause if you really want this, I'm going to test you every step of your way. And so, you know, test after test came, my mother got so ill when I was in college. So it would have been so easy for me to succumb to that pain and um, drop out. And I knew what my mother wanted from me because she had already told me to lead my life and she'd already told me to follow my destiny. And so I used the pain of my mother's illness um, to, to drive me to win and to drive me to get through college, even when I didn't know how. And I got out of college and <clears throat> I found myself, so we're back at this inner whisper. I realized that I was following the trajectory of what, again, society said was to be right. So now I was on the right side of life, but it was school. So you go to graduate high school and you go to college. And this is what external is telling you what's to do, right? Mm -hmm. And then I went back to myself, to what my mother told me, because I actually lost my mother by then. But before I lost my mother, she gave me these earrings and she had saw me shine in my light and leading my life. And that was a blessing for her to see before she passed. And she told me, Leah, you're shining so bright. Here's these little earrings. And I want you to always wear your earrings and let them be a visual reminder that there's always light within you. And whenever you can't find your light, let these be the symbol to look at them, to remind you that there is a flicker of light within you and all you have to do is choose it. And that was beautiful to me because I now had these wearable symbolisms to keep me encouraged when times got hard. So I would sketch jewelry just as a hobby. But as I graduated college, I realized what do what is my joy? I'm following what society says the rules are to do, but where's my joy? And I went back and and art was my joy and creativity was my joy. So I went all the way back and got my cosmetology license. (laughs) And because I was like, I want to create. And I became a cosmetology hair and makeup artist and a lot of no's and struggle. But I finally, um, worked for QVC as a hair and makeup artist. And that story is funny because here's the beauty. Nose are wonderful. They are so painful. (laughs) Everyone who knows gets knows. We all know that it's painful. Right. Oh my goodness. They're there for a reason. And I have to justify it when it's happening. I have to talk myself through it. 
But I graduated cosmetology school and I knew that I didn't want to necessarily only work in a salon. I wanted to um, do something different. And QVC was styling 24 hours a day for TV. And I'm like, I want to do that. Well, now I had to find out how to get there. And I was working in a um, MAC cosmetic doing makeup and a lady introduced me to someone that worked for QVC. I didn't have the qualifications because I hadn't had my cosmetology license. So I finished my cosmetology license. By that time, I had lost the contacts. So every time I applied for QVC, I got, no, you're not qualified. All types of ways, emails, every, just no, no, no. It was, it was a series of no. It was so bad that um, one day, this is before QVC was so um, structured. I went to the building. I'm like, oh, I'll drive up there and I'll give them my portfolio because they just need to see me. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So I get to the building and there's a gatekeeper there. And he's like, do you know someone? Do you have an appointment? Do you have them? No, no. And he's like, man, you have to leave. And I'm crying. I'm (laughs) pouring in tears. Here's that inner whisper. I'm telling you, it's so powerful. I'm humanly crying and defeated. But this inner voice, I call it God, literally whispered to me and said, one day you're going to walk in those doors. And not only are you going to walk in the doors, you're going to walk past that very person one day working here. Wow. And I, I felt it to be. And so I would tell everyone I know. So anyone who's listening, I feel if you have a dream, share it. Share it to the world because I feel it gives your dreams wings to fly. That's so good. It you're, That's the power of your words. Yes. It gives your dreams wings to fly. I'm going to quote that. Gives your gives your dreams wings to fly. That's wings so good. Lie. You're not sharing it for someone to help you. You're because this is what I believe. I believe in God. Whoever you believe in, I believe that you share your dreams out so that it can soar and and fly into this world. And you pray your dreams up. And what God is going to do is going to connect it to the right earth angel because you've spoken into the world. So it's flying around in the world. And then God's going to connect it to the right earth angel that hears your dream because it flies. And then God whispers to the earth angel and they say yes. And then they take you to another step. So there's this connection when you're holding your dreams inside it's not moving anywhere. So I'd encourage anyone, just start speaking your dreams out in the world. I just start telling everybody I want to work for QVC. I would be in writing. <laughs> you walk two, if you said two words to me, my next word was like, I want to work for QVC. It was that crazy. <laughs> so I was talking, I was bartending, trying to survive. And it was empty. And this one person was there. I mind up saying I want to work for QVC. And that person said, I know someone. And I'm like, really? And they connected me to a beautiful heart, Stephanie Humphrey. She didn't know me at all. This person that I didn't know <laughs> told her about me. She sent me a text message. I told her my dreams. She sent me the contact person for the QVC salon without knowing me. And she told me I could, told them that I could use her, her name as a reference. And so what I'd like to share is it's not your skills, it's your being. When I talk about that energy that I opened up with, the light and the joy and the positivity that I choose to radiate transcends 
through even technology, meaning that person who met me that I told about QVC shared my energy to a person who had never met me before and connected with me so much that they connected me to someone at QVC. That's the power of a beautiful heart. I mean, all the yellow that you have right now, it's the power of a beautiful, everything about you, Leah, is being the light. Being the light. It's what's changed my life. I'm not the best at technology. I'm not the best at hair. I'm not, at, but what I do hone in on is how can I be a beautiful light in the world? How can I be a beautiful heart? What does that look like? What does that feel like? How, how does it sound? What does it look like in a text message? So I'm encouraging anyone, before you start looking at your career and your business, look at how you are in the world, because that will transcend your business to a whole nother level, just changing how you are. Being the light. Being the light. Being the light. You've said before that your one of your mottos is that you're not ready, but yeah. you believe. Yes. Like, yes, share more on. I love that. I, I'm I love never that. ready. I'm never ready. Like, and so I'm going to encourage anyone who's listening. I'm going to dispel the myth that you need to be ready and you need to be tight and you need to be buttoned up. No, you just need to be, you need to believe in yourself and believe in the light within you because when I got that opportunity for QVC, now this sweetheart said, tell the people I know you. I send it in. I'm still new and young to the world. And they said, come in for an interview. I really wasn't ready, but I showed up and I believed that I was supposed to be there. So when I believed it to be true, I walked that way. I studied and I showed up as my authentic self, knowing that my light had a place in this place. And yeah. if you know that your light has a place, then your qualifications don't even need to always line up. When you're, when you have a place to be there and you believe it to be true. Yeah. That's so, that's so good. When you talk about to walk us through your days at QBC. So you did hair at yeah, QBC. Hair and that, makeup for all the hosts and on-air guests. And when you started doing that, did you feel like, oh, I've arrived. This is exactly where I want to be. Exactly. I, and then here's the funny part. So, so God dreams bigger than your dream. God has the destiny for you. And you start to dream in these, these moments of capsule time. But then God has the big dream for you. I thought I needed to be a QVC right there for that moment to do hair, makeup, and style, but God had me there for a bigger purpose. I was around hosts that were making people's dreams come true, sharing people's businesses to the world. I was styling young entrepreneurs that showed me, um, I love to mention Jamie Carlima, founder of It Cosmetics, and Vicky Sai, founder of Tasha. I, I met so many beautiful hearts uh, at QVC, uh, but these two hearts took me under their wing and they saw my light and um, they showed me that if you have a passion and a love and you pour it into a tangible product and you gift it to the world, it becomes life-changing in the receiver's hand. So they allowed me to travel the world with them and see behind, they would, they welcomed me into rooms that I didn't even know existed. Remember I'm from homelessness. Yeah. I'm from poverty. I, I'm 
I'm taking one light at a time getting places. And these two beautiful hearts just showed me what was possible in the business world. And when I saw this, I saw what I knew was was wonderful is people just loved me in their space. They loved my light. They loved my possibility, that my joy. They're like, we got this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's happening around us. How can we make it better? You guys that are listening, can't you hear? We can hear your joy. I mean, you can't see all of the yellow and all of the the amazing things, but we can hear the joy in the light in you, Leah. It's life. You know, my mother passed at an early age. And I think that was pinnacle for me because then I decided... I saw that my mother actually, I feel, didn't have a chance to truly live. She died in her 40s, very young. And she never lived, I think. She was here, but she didn't live. And so I decided that for God to bless me every day on my life, that I'm going to abundantly live. I'm going to live my life and my mother's life for her. I am I am going to take life with a with a resilience and joy. I'm going to experience, I'm going to radiate, I am going to walk into all fears. I am going to walk into and because I saw the opposite of what was possible. And people feel life. There's a difference between living and life. Sometimes you're just living. Mm-hmm. Meaning you're just day to day. You're just showing you're, up. You're faking fine. You're faking fine. You're just showing up. You're just here. And then there's a thing called life where you're experiencing everything. You have wonder, you have joy, you, you laugh at everything you find. You find comedy even in the most challenging experience because there it's just funny. It's that crazy, right? (laughs) Like this is great. I was on a flight and I had to get back. Of course, and it's tight. Like I had a tight window. And so I'm like, okay, God, please get me there on time. We're in the air. So it takes off on time. I'm like, okay, great. We're doing great. Don't you know, like three hours in they're like, we're going to do an emergency landing for a medical emergency. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you can choose to like get angry and start yelling at people. You don't have control over it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Look, I just laughed it off and was like, well, that's par for the course now. So how, what time are we going to get there? I just replan my life. I'm just choosing to live without this weight of dark clouds and darkness over my life. And whenever I feel darkness, I choose to shatter it right at its forefront. And um, in that life that I choose to live, people feel that from me. Yeah. And they, I saw that it, it resonated so well. And I remember what my mother told me about these symbolisms of jewelry. And I had been hand sketching these jewelry pieces that define the journey of life. And I realized that if I can have my mission to have these wearable life pieces, these pieces of jewelry that can be worn as reminders to, in all things, unlike unlock your bravery and all things unlock your light. All things are possible and that you wear with you when your mother can no longer be with you or you can't listen to your podcast. But when you look at it, it reminds you of who you are and who you're supposed to be. That's how I created Valencia Key. Valencia means brave in a Spanish language. And key, we know, is a defining of an unlocking of something. 
So when you have Valencia Key around you or on you, you're always unlocking your bravery every step of your life. And that's how I've come to be. And it's it's just, it's been a blessing to shine light into the world, into the hearts. A hundred percent. Yes. How did you go from styling hair and makeup at QVC to having this amazing brand. I mean, the jewelry that is behind you, the jewelry that is on you, you're just radiating light. How did you, how did you make the leap to that step? Thank you. So anyone listening, there's no limitations on your life. Don't think that you're in something. And even if you're doing it so well, if there's another calling on your life, you can go for that calling. I think we get stuck in places and we think, even if we're doing it good, we're supposed to stay there. But I feel that experience builds you to the next level of experience. So what I knew is that that was my next journey. I had a gift to give to the world. My Everything I create, I feel is a gift to the world. And um, I, <laughs> Google is my friend. The, honest, the easiest question is, because all my people and my hearts were in beauty. No one's in jewelry. So I literally Googled how to take hand sketch designs to an actual piece of jewelry. And Google is like, you have to do a 3D design. So I took every step like, okay, how how do I make a 3D design? I found that. And then, okay, so then from a 3D design, I have to find a manufacturer. Then I Google and step by step. And, you know, there's hurdle after hurdle, mistake after mistake. But I get back up embrace the mistakes. The mistakes are there to make you learn. It's there to make you feel more. It's there to make you appreciate. I live in gratitude every moment of my life. Every time you see me, I will bow and and because it's it's an honor of um, just appreciating every experience from the most glorious experience to traveling the world to the most challenging experience to all my pieces that I pay for come back and they're all wrong. I appreciate every step and I'm just learning. Every Everything I do is learning. I trial, I fail, I try again. Yeah. <laughs> because you're not ready, but you believe. I believe. You believe. So now you have this beautiful Valencia Key jewelry line and you're on the stages doing like major, major stages. I'm so grateful. Um, it's like, well, how can I help someone? If anyone's wondering, like, oh, Lee, I hear it. I feel, I feel touched to help someone who needs help. If you can help someone, bring them in a room, bring them, show them what's possible, bring them in your work or your business, teach them something because the power of showing someone and giving them exposure is literally life-changing. It's it's why I'm able to sit here with you, um, Jamie Carnlima, Vicky Side, Sandra Bennett, all these grace, all these beautiful hearts, Susan, they showed me things. They brought me into the room. And from the receiver end, if you're someone who's in need of learning, be a maven. Like, I don't, ask a lot of questions. I research a lot of stuff, but I don't ask a lot of people. I just want them to bring me with them so I can observe. I love, since I was younger and I realized I wanted to choose light, I decided 
to look at the people who were doing great things. Mm-hmm. And I would learn. I didn't ask them what to do. I just saw what they did. Oh, oh. They, they soaked it in. in the morning. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. They do this. And so I, then I take notes. And then I make it my own because it's what they do is never going to be right for me because everybody has their own recipe. But if you take little, if you take a little salt from one person, a little pepper from another person, a little onion from another person, you get this beautiful recipe that is you. And so I'm in the business of making a recipe that is me just by observing. And so if you can bless someone by bringing them in the room and exposing them, it it can literally be life changing. It's the story of my life. It is the story of your life being brought into a room to expose you to what other people are doing. And then if I'm understanding you correctly, it's, it's you admitting like, I'm not ready, but I believe that this can be for me. Yep. And it's like, okay, what can I learn from that? Oh, that, okay. I can learn that. Oh, oh, this is what they do. Okay. Oh, um, it's the power of the details. Okay. So everything I need to do needs to be detailed. Oh, it's the power of the mission, the core of the brand. People, so people didn't have to tell me this, but I would see it resonate in every place that I was at. So then I knew like, okay, this is what I need to do. And I just take little pieces from every exposure, exposure opportunity. That's why I love to travel the world because I love to get experience um, coming from an environment that was so closed off with no exposure. I, I seek exposure. I, I want to know what other cultures are doing because I know I can learn from other cultures. I can learn from their way of living. And I take a little bit of that and put it in me. So when you experience Valencia Key, you're, it's a worldly experience because I'm taking a piece of every heart that has made an uh, impact on me and giving it back to you. Yeah. I love that because you share that you grew up in an environment of hopelessness. Yep. And what you are doing with it is creating an environment of hope for all of those light and hope for all of those around you. Like fully. And I take it past hope because one of my, I call them sisters, bigger than a mentor said, hope is not a strategy. (laughs) And I was like, Ooh, I like it. Hopelessness is a thing, right? Because you don't even know what's going on. Well, hope, it's not a strategy. Possibility is, faith is, believing is. These are these are action words. Like if you hope something happens, you kind of throw it up to chance and hope it happens. But if you believe it, meaning believe it to me, believe is an action word. Mm-hmm. Believe means you know it to be true, even though the situation in front of you doesn't show it. You know it. It's like facts. So if you know something to be true, that kicks you into an action because you can't know something without doing an action to it. So when you know it, then you start acting accordingly. You start moving in the direction because you're just walking into it because you know it's to be true. And that's what I want to unlock into this world, this power to believe in all things that is you, not in all things that is someone else, but all things that is you. And that's what is a gift to the world. That is such a gift to the world. I love this. I always ask someone one last question yes. and, and, and I already know the answer to yours. It's, it's, it, was there someone in your life that inspired you that you witnessed take control and stop faking fine? 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know if maybe that was your mom and you've decided that she did fake fine. What would she say to you now? Yeah, you know what? I will. I, that, that'll be my answer. I don't even know if she knew that she was faking fine. She couldn't. She was drowning in society's stereotypes. And the truth that is the predicament of being an African-American woman in an impoverished environment in this generational curse. So my mother was swamped with um, barriers that was given to her based on her ethnicity, her economic status, and um, just the genetics of where she was born, right? Um, And so because she was born in that, she couldn't see her way out of it, but she could speak. The beauty is I say she stopped faking fine unconsciously because she spoke it into her children's life. She spoke it into you. Yes. She didn't believe it maybe for her, but she She couldn't get out of it. She believed it, but she couldn't figure it out for herself, but she could speak it into my life, my sister's life, my brother's life. Right. And so that was, that was the, the moment to me of her not faking fine. Like this is not okay. Yeah. I know it's not okay. I don't, I can't get out of this mountain that's on me, but I'm going to speak it into their lives. So hopefully it unlocks the greatness that's within them. And it sure did. It sure did. It sure did. I mean, look at you. So Leah, tell us how we can, how do we find you? How do we follow you? What can, what yes. can we do? Share with everyone. I love it. Please. I love, I, I say we're connecting hearts. So please connect with my heart. would love for you to visit my website at www.valencia. That's like the orange V-A-L-E-N-C-I-A-K-E-Y.com. ValenciaKey.com. And I'm on Instagram. I love, there's two. You go to see my business, you'll see all the jewelry, but you'll, what really is important on the business Valencia Key page is I'm always going to give you a wonderful message to speak to your heart. And you're going to see different hair colors, different skin colors, radiating light in Valencia Key so that you can know that light is for you. And that's at Valencia Key Design. Or if you want to follow me and all the random joy and trips I do, it's Leah Valencia Key. So I pray that our hearts will stay connected. And I'm so honored to be here with you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Leah. You are the light. Thank you for sharing your light with with me and with our listeners today. Thank you so much for being here. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. Love you. Remember to show up for yourself unapologetically, because while your circumstances may not be 100% your fault, your life is 100% your responsibility. I cannot wait to see you soar.